Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading 2 Samuel chapter 13 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Amnon and Tamar. In the course of time, Amnon, son of David, fell in love with Tamar, the beautiful sister of Absalom, son of David. Amnon became so obsessed with his sister Tamar that he made himself ill. She was a virgin, and it seemed impossible for him to do anything to her. Now Amnon had an advisor named Jonadab, son of Shimea, David's brother. Jonadab was a very shrewd man. He asked Amnon, Why do you, the king's son, look so haggard morning after morning? Won't you tell me? Amnon said to him, I'm in love with Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. Go to bed and pretend to be ill, Jonadab said. When your father comes to see you, say to him, I would like my sister Tamar to come and give me something to eat. Let her prepare the food in my sight so I may watch her and then eat it from her hand. So Amnon lay down and pretended to be ill. When the king came to see him, Amnon said to him, I would like my sister Tamar to come and make some special bread in my sight so I may eat from her hand. David sent word to Tamar at the palace, Go to the house of your brother Amnon and prepare some food for him. So Tamar went to the house of her brother Amnon, who was lying down. She took some dough, kneaded it, made the bread in his sight, and baked it. Then she took the pan and served him the bread, for he refused to eat. Send everyone out of here, Amnon said. So everyone left him. And Amnon said to Tamar, Bring the food here into my bedroom, so I may eat from your hand. And Tamar took the bread she had prepared and brought it to her brother Amnon in his bedroom. But when she took it to him to eat, he grabbed her and said, Come to bed with me, my sister. No, my brother, she said to him. Don't force me. Such a thing should not be done in Israel. Don't do this wicked thing. What about me? Where could I get rid of this disgrace? And what about you? You will be like one of the wicked fools in Israel. Please speak to the king. He would not keep me from being married to you. But he refused to listen to her. And since he was stronger than she, he raped her. Then Amnon hated her with intense hatred. In fact, he hated her more than he had loved her. Amnon said to her, Get up and get out. No, she said to him, Sending me away would be a greater wrong than what you have already done to me. But he refused to listen to her. He called his personal servant and said, Get this woman out of my sight and bolt the door after her. So a servant put her out and bolted the door after her. She was wearing an ornate robe, for this was the kind of garment the virgin daughters of the king wore. Tamar put ashes on her head and tore the ornate robe she was wearing. She put her hands on her head and went away weeping aloud as she went. Her brother Absalom said to her, Has that Amnon, your brother, been with you? Be quiet for now, my sister. He is your brother. Don't take this thing to heart. And Tamar lived in her brother Absalom's house, a desolate woman. When King David heard all this, he was furious. And Absalom never said a word to Amnon, either good or bad. He hated Amnon because he had disgraced his sister Tamar. Absalom kills Amnon. Two years later, when Absalom's sheep shearers were at Baal Hazor, near the border of Ephraim, he invited all the king's sons to come there. Absalom went to the king and said, Your servant has had shearers come. Will the king and his attendants please join me? No, my son, the king replied. All of us should not go. We would only be a burden to you. Although Absalom urged him, he still refused to go, but gave him his blessings. Then Absalom said, If not, please let my brother Amnon come with us. 
The king asked him, Why should he go with you? But Absalom urged him, so he sent with him Amnon and the rest of the king's son. Absalom ordered his men, Listen, when Amnon is in high spirit from drinking wine, I say to you, Strike Amnon down, then kill him. Don't be afraid. Haven't I given you this order? Be strong and brave. So Absalom men did to Amnon what Absalom had ordered. Then all the king's sons got up, mounted their mules, and fled. While they were on their way, the report came to David. Absalom has struck down all the king's sons. Not one of them is left. The king stood up, tore his clothes, and lay down on the ground, and all his attendants stood with their clothes torn. But Jonadab, son of Shimea, David's brother, said, My lord should not think that they killed all the princes. Only Amnon is dead. This has been Absalom's express intention ever since the day Amnon raped his sister Tamar. My lord the king should not be concerned about the report that all the king's sons are dead. Only Amnon is dead. Meanwhile, Absalom had fled. Now the man standing watch looked over and saw many people on the road west of him coming down the side of the hill. The watchman went and told the king, I see men in the direction of Horonium in the side of the hill. Jonadab said to the king, See, the king's son have come. It has happened just as your servant said. As he finished speaking, the king's son came in, wailing loudly. The king, too, and all his attendants wept very bitterly. Absalom fled and went to Talmai, son of Amihud, the king of Jeshur. But King David mourned many days for his son. After Absalom fled and went to Jeshur, he stayed there three years. And King David longed to go to Absalom, for he was consoled concerning Amnon's death. This is the end of Second Samuel chapter 13. So we see here that Amnon does an unspeakable thing to Tamar, his own sister. He rapes her. And then he discards her. And this makes Tamar's full brother, Absalom, furious with Amnon to the point that he plots to kill him. And eventually he does, which sends David into deep grief over the loss of his son and potential loss of another. Let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for your word. They are so strong and so deep. We learn so much from the study of your word. The things that we read that we think are despicable, that unthinkable. We realize when we do a little bit of introspection into our own lives, we find evidence of ourselves, prints of ourselves all over that story. The villain and the evil character, that's us. The many ways that we have violated God's word, that we have violated his trust, and the swift justice that needs to befall us is also made clear. So, Father, we just thank you for forgiving us, for not giving us our just reward, for allowing us to use the price paid by your only son, Jesus, in order to wash away our sins. Father, we praise you and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes today's reading interpretation of Second Samuel chapter 13. We hope that you rejoin us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.